Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend, a wonderful Sunday. It is April 10th. As we get started, a uh, couple of quick things to point out. First, it's, uh, it's going to be a four-day trading week on Wall Street. Uh, if you don't know, Friday is a holiday. Uh, I believe it is Good Friday. So we're going to have four days of trading, and then Friday will be off. For those that are uh, wondering about the puppies, yep. I do have Sunny in my lap this morning. Happy has clearly adopted a spot under my desk. She goes to sleep as soon as we are getting here. So thanks for checking in. It means a lot. I appreciate it. Do me a favor. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a comment. Say hello. Uh, Subscribe to the channel and uh, we will get started with the day. Uh, You know what? I'm going to start with uh, a question that I actually heard on the All In podcast. The All In podcast is something that comes out, I believe, once a week. I believe it comes out uh, late on Friday, early Saturday morning. It has become a Saturday morning routine for me. Uh, If you haven't checked it out, check it out. It is a longer format discussion, typically 60 to 75 minutes. Uh, These are four individuals that are, um, let's just say, richy rich, right? Uh, And they are clearly good friends, and they just have a good time and tackle very important topics. But I digress. The question that they are asking all of their speakers at their upcoming conference caught my attention. They said, what problem would you most like to solve? Simple question. For me... Not a simple answer. So a couple of things. I would love to hear from you. If you had a magic wand and could solve one problem or address one problem, what would it be for you? When you think about all the problems in the world, there's obviously the the atrocities of war. There's hunger. There's all of these things. When I step back and I think about that question for me, with what you and I are building at one rental at a time, I do orient my ideas that direction. And I think about what we have done together the last couple of years, the impact that we are making, the little notes and the selfies that you all send me every week. Thank you very much. I have come up with one. I have come up with mine. Here it is. And I wanted to look at my notes. If I could fix or address one problem with one rental at a time, it is the fact that 64% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. That number is astonishing to me. Just astonishing. And when I think about what I want to do here, Sorry, I'm fighting off a sneeze. What I want to do here on this channel with all the free content, 
what I've done with my cheap $99 Get Your Money Right course, what is proven to be awesome, how to get started one rental at a time, my books. That is the thing I'm trying to solve for, right? If we can move that percentage from 64% to 60% over the next several decades, I think that would be pretty awesome. Living paycheck to paycheck sucks. Living on the edge sucks. One of the things that you will see inside my cheap Get Your Money Right course is a math formula to show you how close to the razor's edge you are living. Most people, even if you make six figures, are living paycheck to paycheck. The rat race has got a hold of you. And again, like I always say, if you are truly happy every single day, I want to shake your hand and congratulate you. However, most of you aren't happy. Lots of you aren't happy because of the stress of money. I know how to get started one rental at a time works. I know it is built on a foundation of get your money right. I know it is a journey that can make work optional in 10 years. I know house hacking is a cheap code to wealth. I know recycling capital is amazing. I know it takes sacrifice. I know it take bad things happen. But yeah, that's the one for me. If I could take if I could help improve that 64% to 61, 60%, that'd be millions of people. I think that would be pretty cool. So that's what it is for me. I want to hear from you. What problem would you solve? And again, has to be something that is in your domain area of expertise. So as we move forward, other notes of the day, I'm getting lots of questions about the housing market, right? The housing market. Uh, as you know, more and more folks are talking about what I call supply destruction, what they call the interest rate trap. Doesn't matter the same thing. There will be people that never sell. The 30-year mortgage has always been an asset. It is now a prime asset. It is something that we may never see again. So again, I am pretty bearish, but I have been asked, Michael, how does how do we fix this? First-time home buyers are screwed. They can't go anywhere. There's nothing available. Investors are buying everything. Well, if we have a bad recession and the 30-year mortgage gets to 4%, the market's wide open again. It's when it's at 5% we have a problem. The market freezes up at 5. The market unlocks at 4. So if Dion is right in his guess, either in this year or just has timing wrong next year, the market could be better. But remember, that comes with a cost. We probably have to have unemployment above 6%. We probably have to be in the throes of a multi-quarter recession. What we had the last two years, growing GDP, remarkably low rates, is not supposed to happen. The Fed stayed too low for too long, and we have what we have. We have a real estate market that could get cut in half via transactions not price. Other things that could happen is time could just go by. I believe the consumer 
makes wise decisions in the moment, but over time and in housing, I'm talking eight to 10 years, even if rates stay above 5%, in eight to 10 years, you get a couple of promotions, you have an extra kid or two, you have mortgage pay down, you may start to look out. And then the third variable, we could actually have housing technology innovation. Housing doesn't have to be built with sticks and bricks. It can be 3D printed. It can do. It can become a kit. It can be containers. It can be other things. If we if we start, suddenly can start cranking out new homes at 50 bucks a foot, we could open up the category. We are missing first-time home buyers in a big, big way. I do not have good news, but there are three things that could swing the market that way. A little bit more talk about the Fed, because there are clearly, I don't know what the percentage is, but let me guess. I'm going to guess there's 30% of you watching this that have zero faith in the Fed. And what I mean by zero faith is you think they're just flapping their gums. You believe they're going to talk tough and do nothing. Well, you could certainly be right. Certainly. I think that is a dangerous place to be. When you look at the downside versus upside, folks, I don't know if the numbers exactly, but I think we are at 5 to 7% off the peak of the market. So not much upside. When you look at the downside and a downside that I have lived through in a bear market of 80%, shoot, maybe even just 50%, I have to ask yourself, how does that risk-reward look? And again, man, I don't know. I'm not in the stock market. I'm not your stock guy, but I do know risk-reward. Right now, their buy-the-dip crowd has won massively for two years. Congratulations. I believe the Fed is coming for you. I believe the Fed is about to do something that they haven't done since Paul Volcker. I believe they are going to hurt Wall Street on purpose. We are going to see a CPI print on Tuesday that is certainly over 8%. And some of us are calling high 8s and a few even 9. The Fed's two jobs haven't changed. Full employment, check, got it, nailed. 3.6 on. 3.6% unemployed, you did your freaking job. 9% CPI, which is a total fictitious and BS number, it is probably 13, 14, 15%. I believe the Fed has got religion. They now know they have a problem. James Bullard wants the Fed funds rate at three and a half by the end of the year. Folks, there are six meetings left. If they raise 50 basis points every meeting, you are only at three and a quarter. So what does that mean? That means at one of these upcoming meetings, we get a super duper 75 or the Fed raises between meetings. 
which a lot of you don't know, they can do anytime they want. They can raise the Fed funds rate anytime they'd like. And I would argue, and I have argued on this channel for six months, that they need to start being aggressive and be Paul Volcker and raise on the weekend. Wall Street needs to feel pain. Right now, Main Street is feeling pain. I believe that they're going to change that. I could be entirely wrong. I could have too much faith in a collection of, I don't know, what is it, 12 economists? We'll see. We're going to know by May 4th, 50 basis points. 50 basis points or, um, I don't know, fire Paul Volcker. Or, sorry, Paul Volcker. Fire Jerome Powell. Enough's enough. Main Street is hurting. Brainerd, the second in charge, is talking about Main Street. When the largest dove goes velociraptor, wake up. That's what I, I don't know why Wall Street hasn't got religion yet. The bond market has. Did you see the 10-year? 2.7%. Where's the 10-year? Audience participation. Audience participation time. Where do you think the 10-year interest rate, 10-year treasury, excuse me, 10-year treasury is in December. Let me think. I'm going to go 4.43. What the heck? 4.43%. Let me know what you think. Comments below. I would love to hear from you. All right. So I rambled about the Fed a little bit. I'm sorry. Again, the tough talk, do nothing, is certainly an option. We'll know in the middle of May. I believe that risk-reward ratio is is not a good one. Not a good one. I have so many notes here. What do I want to do? Oh, I want to give you an example of a predatory loan. Uh, as you know, the lending industry is drying up fast. We're going to go down at least 75% in refinance. We're already down 60. Let me just give you this real world example that some of you, not you, but people around us, I believe if you're watching this channel, you would not be you would not fall for this, but some people will. You have a you have you bought a home, you got on the property ladder, you did it two years ago. You brought a 150k house and it is now worth 250 grand. Just an example. The fact is you are up big. Congratulations. Your net worth, your you have a 2.8% 30-year mortgage. You are doing awesome. However, you have this pesky $20,000 in credit card debt. That credit card debt is at 18% or 21% or 24% or whatever the credit cards are at. You're going to get a call from one of these darn near criminals that are going to say, Congratulations on your house. You have all of this equity. Let's tap the equity and pay off those credit cards. I want to get rid of that 18% or 21 or 24%. And we're going to do that by wrapping it into your mortgage. Let me give you a four and a half. Four and a half is better than 18, right? Folks, don't do that. Don't do that. You don't need to add that debt to your house. That is unsecured debt against secured debt, first of all. Don't do that. 
Second, you are taking your 2.8% example on hundreds of thousands of dollars and adding, increasing it to four and a half. It's not the way to go. And I know some of you are getting pitched this. These big box online retailers that have all this overhead who are now starving and going out of business are going to feed you a line of financial poison. Don't do it. If you hear any of your friends or family getting pitched this, tell them not to do it. It's bad. Unsecured, secured. Blended rate nonsense. Don't do it. Now, pay off your credit cards, but don't have your house do it. Okay? Bad, bad, bad. Uh, lastly, James Bullard is out talking again. I've already shared he wants to get it to 3.5% by the end of the year. Uh, he is also talking about the unemployment rate falling to under 3%. Folks, if you have not seen my whiteboard discussion about 2022 and 2023, you are missing out. I discussed four variables and how they're going to roll out, in my opinion, over the next 18 months. It is why I'm excited about real estate. I am calling for a year of stagflation, ultimately into a recession. Right now, James Bullard is frankly in sync with me. I think unemployment, as I said in that video weeks ago, goes down before it goes up. There's just so much positive momentum in the economy right now and a service sector that is coming back. It is going to be interesting. So watch that video. It, it really highlights how I see the dominoes falling and why I'm not very excited about the economy, but I am excited about being a real estate investor. And then finally, earnings season starts next week with the big banks as always on Wednesday. First off, CPI on Tuesday. That's the big number. Wednesday, we have JP Morgan and BlackRock. Thursday, we have Citi, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, and Goldman Sachs. So folks, what I'll be listening for with these big banks, typically, Higher rates, higher Fed funds rate means banks make more money. I believe we are in an environment where rates move so fast, we are actually going to have loan destruction. So they're probably talking about, they, the big banks might, might talk about layoffs. I said it here on Sunday. I think one of these banks might talk about layoffs in their loan department. How's that for some forward thinking? All right, folks, have a wonderful day. It is Sunday. We have got three awesome interviews today. We will get those out. So again, my layoff call, very small numbers inside the mortgage business, inside one of these banks. I could be a quarter early. Layoffs are coming. I could be a quarter early, but it wouldn't shock me if one of these banks say, we have seen loan deterioration. Look at better.com. What do they whack like half their people now? Big banks have the same problem. So I don't know. It was a wild call. It just came to me. We'll know by Wednesday. See how I did. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Like, subscribe, comment. And again, remember, let me know below. What's the one problem that you would tackle? I gave you mine. Let me know yours. Bye-bye.